Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. And it's another fun-filled Monday morning for most people. Glorious Monday mornings. We're going to knock this week off to a good start. So, before we do that, we've got to get through some business. So check us out at all our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Discord. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast. Come and hang out with us. You know the drill. Definite shout out to our Discord family. You guys, the Hollow Cult over there is so awesome. All of you. I can't state that enough. You're all great. If you have a paranormal experience you'd like to share and have us feature on a future show, Kyle's got some info for you. You can call or text the Holophone, which is going to be 1-618-556-0837. You can also write your story out, shoot it over to the email, which is going to be holoskypodcast at gmail.com. You could also record yourself and send it to the same email with a voice memo app on your phone or some type of recording device. You can also try to schedule an interview, which is going to be holoskyinterviews at gmail.com. Like I said, we're kind of getting through this phase of working with content creators. And then after that, I think we're going to try to schedule a interview once in a while on like a Tuesday. Because that's about the only night we have free anymore. Um, and then we'll go from there. I've got some ideas for it, but we'll we'll work them out when we get there. Hell yeah. Also, a friendly reminder real quick. We are brought to you by Dark Array Media. We need to get a jingle made. I know. I agree. And a logo. Yeah, we do need that too. Dark Array Media presents us. Hollow Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Who is also Dark Array Media. I did. We present ourselves from ourselves. I did listen to a voicemail the other day on the holophone. And they totally said, because I... I'm still lazy and haven't set up the voicemail on the on the thing. <laughs> yeah. And there's this lady, and she's like, I'm calling for Holski podcast. My guy. And I was like, yep, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. You, you have the right individuals. hundred times over. We Hollow just need to skeet, change skeet. the name to that. Holoskeet skeet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, damn, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, because of Holoski. 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 Public service announcement. There will be no night shift this week. Correct. On Wednesday. Correct. Taking a little hiatus. Kyle's going to be out of town. So we will be back with you next next Monday. No, wow, not next Monday. Next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central. So not this Wednesday. Next Wednesday. For the night shift, which if you're wondering what the night shift is, it's our live call-in radio YouTube show. Where you can call in and chat with us about the weirdest shit. Whatever weird stuff you got going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. It is. It's it's sick. If you'd like to support the show, there's plenty of ways to do it. We got a Patreon. You can go over and check that out. You know the drill, how that works. We got a Venmo if you'd like to throw some money in there for our monsters and other vices. We much appreciate it. The best thing you could do is share the show any way you can. Social media is word of mouth. Just keep keep Hollow Sky in it up. Keep the Hollow Cult growing. You can also go to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. When I find them, I will gladly shout you out as our reviewer of the day. That being said, to this week's five-star rating and review is brought to us by our friend Eric DeVelder. He says, bangers, five stars. You guys have quickly become one of my must-listen-to podcasts. I haven't been able to join one of the night sh- the live night shifts, but I'm hoping to soon. Also, would love to collab with you boys once my podcast gets up and running. Stay safe and stay weird. Eric, thanks so much for taking the time to leave us a five-star. Definitely come and check out the night shift. And once you get your setup going, holler at us. You know where to find us. We're pretty, pretty chill. Pretty chill. Agreed. On to our listener experience of the day, which this episode is going to be a little different because I'm going to do a regular listener experience, but then we have an extended listener experience, which we're going to focus on for the uh, meat of the content. So 
Just know that. It's going to be a listener experience episode today. But first, our actual listener experience comes to us from the website and from our friend Aaron. Aaron says, Introduced to your podcast because of the Egress stuff. It feels like a second or third generation Discordian LARP, but some of the boys allegedly had jobs in the NSA or other intelligence outfits developing computer algorithms and AI shit. Respect that there seems to be more to it and that it could be a way to find out suggestible people or find or finding the people that an existing op is influencing best. If I ever make it back up to Portland, I'll have to use one of the few telephones to talk to the druids of Sisyphus Gardens. These guys want to roll with the classical references. I'll send those boulders back with more spin. I love it. Hell yeah. That's the energy we need. I love it. Speaking of, with your hat man investigation, I was reminded that Hades had a hat of invisibility, though even more widely depicted wearing a hat was Hermes, who, is, who as a psychopomp, guided the souls of the dead to the underworld and wore a, a Pitassos and a cloak. It would be interesting if these psychopomp figures, like Valkyrie from Norse mythology and other folklores, were said to also wear hats. Oh man, it's like... I didn't even didn't even make the connection to keep looking into other like farriers of the dead, right? To see if it all kind of links through, but that was that was the end of uh, his little uh, in, entry here. But now you got my wheels turning, Aaron. We're gonna have to dig into it. Yeah, it's definitely something to consider for sure. Yeah, everybody and I like it. Everybody dug that whole theory that maybe maybe ye old hat man is a is a. Uh, part of the old death gang bro i like it too like it i don't know why it just seems to fit i don't know why more people haven't made the connection same yeah maybe they have i'm sure i'm sure they have we're not we're not good at stuff but that's a fact but uh, i do like it i do like i just it all fit so well it it was I did, it was just never something that I really won't de- ever delve into. Like you always same. He- you always hear about it, and it's always like personal encounters. You never really like dove into what what this is, right? Where it came from, how long right. it's been around, and it was it was just it was a banger. Yeah, it was a hundred. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to the Hatman episode that we released two weeks ago. Something like that. It's it's we go on some. <laughs> Weird hollow tangents in that one. Like I said, it it ended up being a lot better than I anticipated. Because like I said, I Kyle was, has low hopes for us. Well, I just I was struggling for an episode to write, and then I just for some reason it popped in my head, and I'm just like, oh, why not? I'll just look into it. And then it just I don't, it blew me away. The more we looked into it, and then we got to talking about it, and uh, you made the connection there, and it it just kind of took off. And I don't know, it just it was really it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. It was it was good and and I like the epiphanies we get to when we have these kind of episodes and like we're both spitballing and then something happens and we're like holy shit yeah like that makes perfect holy sense shit. but yeah so today's uh, episode is gonna be a long listener encounter that was presented to us it's one of those ones that are too long to put in the listener encounter section of the show. But we still feel like it deserves recognition. So we're going to go into that. Real quick. Um, before, we, yeah, before we get right, just real quick, because this all reminds me of something. Uh, and I'm sure mm, everybody's not going to care. But I care. I do want to ask permission slash point things out that um, as Steve has stated before, I don't know if it was on Night Shift or the regular show, uh, we're working on building a new website. And the new website is going to have a stories section. So for everybody that submits stories, those are eventually going to get uploaded to the website so everybody can go back and reread, explore. You know, Maybe there'll be ones on there that we haven't gotten to yet, but they're all going to get slowly put onto the website so people could check it out. So I just wanted to kind of give everybody a heads up about that. So that way nobody's blindsided by it. Yeah. Yeah. And we can, we can keep it anonymous, anonymous. Yes. Once again, in your, in your emails, uh, 
which everybody does do a really good job. If you don't want your name to be put out there, you can either not include your name or just say, Hey, leave my name, leave, uh, determining information out of it, whatever, whatever the case may be. We always do a really good job at acknowledging people's wishes. So, yeah, that's, that's a good call. I didn't think about that, but it, it will be a place where you can go and, uh, Check out all all of the personal encounters that get, that get sent our way. That being said, this personal encounter is from our friend Muppet Fingers. Gross. So this is going to be paranormal encounter with Muppet Fingers. That's gross. It's it a gross name. Does make me feel weird. Is that? the name of the person writing this or the name of the entity involved uh unless the entity sent it in i'm gonna think it's the it's the handle of the person okay but we need to title the show like encounters with muppet fingers so everybody thinks muppet fingers is an entity oh and yeah we can create it and then it'll turn a, into a tulpa yes gross. we have just created an internet cryptid gross just just with our brains that's so gross we're going to dive into this. So this is fresh. Me and Kyle haven't read this yet. I've got it pulled up here. We're going to roll through it, and we're going to discuss it as we go. So Muppet Fingers here. I'm going to throw this out there, and it's a long one. It spans over about three decades, so let me preface. I will attempt to not be hyperbolic in details, but this will still sound like all complete bullshit. If I were reading and hearing it, I'd say, fuck right off with your nonsense. <laughs> Bro, you know how we do. Everything is like that. You know that. how we do, man. It's just, it's just how it is. So back in 93, I was in high school. It was wrestling season, and I had a real shitty weight cut I was doing for the duel the next day. Being forthright, I couldn't sleep, so I, of course, chugged a swig of NyQuil. Note, I always sleep with the TV or radio on. So laying there waiting for sleep to finally show up, I was thumbing through a copy of the Necronomicon. I know it's all bullshit, a fake book, but I think what happened was due to intent manifesting. That this weirdo James in my English class had tossed me a couple days earlier. So I'm reading out loud the summoning ritual, which distinctly noted to set up a summoning circle for protection, which I promptly ignored. So I put this summoning spell out, out there and while it was just a normal, calm Kansas November night, I was immediately given a massive flash of lightning with some deafening thunder and a huge deluge of rain. Taking note of the message the universe was sending, I pitched the book to the floor, went back to watching Beavis and Butthead reruns. I'm not sure when I fell asleep, but I woke up to my dog whimpering in a dead silent room. No TV or radio, which is always on. The dog is this massive boxer that gave zero fucks and habitually tried to murder anything it didn't like, but was now whining and doing little spinny circles on my, on my bed. Now at the foot of my bed, there was a rail, which I noticed my foot was sticking out of my blanket and now in between the mattress and the rail. So laying there, thinking about how I never sleep like this, something two-handed grabs my foot and yanks hard. Like I physically slid about a foot. The dog freaks out. I freak out and go barreling toward the door, door looking for the lights. And my mom comes barging in. I finally get out what happened and she accused me of being high. And it being one of the cats. It wasn't a fucking cat. Plus I checked on all our cats and all three were in the garage. I spent the rest of the night terrified on the couch. I tell my girlfriend the next day and she tells me to shut the fuck up and never talk about it again. Mainly, I think, because her dad was an army chaplain up in Fort Leavenworth. So I think that's the first part of the encounter. We can kind of, I'll kind of break them up and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I, w- I want to point out when he, he started uh, talking about the ne- Necronomicon and how it's all bullshit and stuff. Well, funny thing about that, and not that it's a direct correlation or not, but uh, what did they always say about Dungeons and Dragons? Right, that's a game, yeah. D&D. But they also said that some of the things within Dungeons & Dragons, the spells, the, the stuff, the real. Like they took 
like, like an influence. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're influenced by the the the, the mysticism and what have you. And, um, and I think he hit the nail on the head by like talking about the intent you put into it. Right. I feel like the more the more power and stuff you give something, the more power it's going to take. Right. You know, so it kind of it kind of develops into its own its own entity essentially. Yeah. And the the situation that he's going through, where a nobody likes the the foot hanging off the bed, that's just a always a no no. Yeah. Um, but it also one thing that I'm into currently. Um, I mostly now listen to a lot of like creepy pasta style podcasts. I love stories, and one of the grossest. It still haunts me to this day is a creepypasta almost similar to this situation. And it, it except in this creepypasta, your foot's off the bed, it's out of the cover, and an entity reaches up and grabs your foot, but it slowly, it, it puts you in sleep paralysis first. You can't move. That tracks. All you can do is move your eyes. Been and there. it slowly... Eat your foot. Fuck that. It is the it was the most disgusting, creepiest story I've ever heard. It it was terrifying. That's terrible. Thankfully, that's not what happened in this case, although it did yank on his foot, which is terrifying. Every, like everything about this first scenario sucks. Yeah. The fact that as soon as you read the summoning spell, like the entire universe said, Here we go. Yeah. Here it is, bud. Yeah. You did not follow the rules. I like that analogy, too, because uh, I say that a lot. I, th I believe that, that the universe does speak to you. You just got to choose to pay attention to it. And that was a that was a big congratulations. You just messed up. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. And the fact that, like, the fact that the dog responded to it, and even before it happened, before he, he was grabbed, the dog was already in a state where it was, it knew something shitty was going on. Like it wasn't even in defense mode. It was like in, in cower, like yes. flight mode. It wasn't in fight mode, it was in flight mode. So whatever it was, probably not, not a good thing. So we're going to move on here. Life goes on and I joined the Marines. Hit college for a bit and then ended up in the Army. I did some really cool stuff but wasn't a cool guy in like a sexy unit. Probably doesn't make much sense, but the guys who took this route get it. Which is why I'm a bit skeptical of the J Super Soldier idea. Or the J Super Soldier deal built. But still leave room for the well maybe it could be. So skeptical on the, on the whole Super Soldiers thing. Anyway... Anyhow, throughout my time in, I have a couple of reoccurring nightmares and sleep paralysis, old hag and all. So I have this one very specific dream that I absolutely remember where I'm gunfighting this demon thing and it tells me I die in Nord Africa. That's a quote, Nord Africa. Now, even though the thing spoke it or used telep telepathy or whatever, I know that it was spelled that way. I'll make a note of it. It's N-O-R-D-A-F-R-I-K-A. -A. Not spelled like how we spell Africa, but Africa with a K. Anyhow, time goes on as it does, and I get married and have kids, a respectable job, and all that jazz. This leads to the next part. Now I have a buddy, T, who in my early 20s, he and I would talk about Bigfoot, aliens, religion, being a sham, tits, you know, all the good stuff that two dudes in their 20s talk about. T gets put on Adderall and has a majorly adverse reaction and flat out disappears. I catch up with him a couple months down the line and he tells me he had some sort of episode. So T had this old conversion van set up shag and wagon style. Dude popped his Adderall before heading into a night shift and passes out in Kansas City in a Kansas City quick trip parking lot. And when he wakes up in the morning, he had taken a Sharpie and scrawled scripture on every surface of the van he could. Remembers none of it, but gets a King James Bible 
and starts cross-referencing it and its verbatim scriptures, Romans and Revelations. I'm not a religious type, and he goes full steam into it. He's now a minister. So being the type of guy I am, I, Ninja Smoke Bomb, disappear right the fuck out of that friendship. <laughs> That's... Uh, okay, we'll, 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 let's analyze this, this, this little part here about T. What the fuck? That's where I'm at. Like that's 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 a big left turn there. Dude, I've heard of like reactions to medication, but never so much so that it well, yeah, like, converts you to Christianity. Like a bleeding rectum, <laughs> not yeah. somehow magically write all scripture that like a ton of scripture in the inside of a van. Especially it would make it more that is so nuts just listening to that being said out loud. Yeah, especially if he didn't have a previous background in any of it. Like, there like there would le- legitimately be no reason for him to know Scripture. What if he's not the one that wrote it? That's gross. Holy shit. Because he did black out. Yeah, he doesn't remember it. Right. What if it's... Oh, dude, that's... That Regardless, makes it, it changed his life. weirder. The fact that it, it set him off so much that he starts, like, he just... He just goes forth with it, starts cross-referencing it, and this, that, and the other, and it, like, completely changes. That's something, regardless, something outside influenced him. That's fucking creepy. All right. Now, another two years creep by, and T randomly sends me a Bible, which quickly goes into the stacks of books on my shelf. He then calls to make sure I got it and starts telling me I need to get my shit wired tight as bad things are headed our way. Normal Bible doom and gloom stuff. Now, what stuck out was he tell me tells me Christ will return not as the lamb, but as the sword. You will ride in the army of his left hand, and you will do terrible things for the benefit of us all. I was That's in quotes. That's terrifying. Christ will return not as the lamb, but as the sword. You will ride in the army of his left hand, and you will do terrible things for the benefit of us all. The left-hand path. That's a heavy statement there. Dude, the name of this the name of this episode needs to be Muppet Fingers Rides at the Left Hand of God. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. All right. And now is, I'm very intrigued this where this awesome. goes. This is awesome. I just want to read that again. Everybody's gonna talk shit on me, but Christ will return not as the lamb, but as the sword. You will ride in the army of his left hand, and you will do terrible things for the benefit of us all. Okay, cool, T. I got to get to work, and I hang up. Think, fuck, man, this guy has lost his fucking mind. So I'd volunteered to run a night shift crew at a sister warehouse in my company at one of the larger hubs for two weeks while some folks were on a vacation. So on the drive-in, being the smartass I am, I'm talking out loud to myself, and I say something to the effect, God, if you're real and trying to tell me something, it needs to come into better packaging, or it needs to come in better packaging. Give me something hot, blonde, and thick ass, and maybe some boobs. <laughs> Dude, that's classic. And he goes, haha, I'm a real fucking comedian. So not two minutes later, I get a call from a 913 Kansas City number, which is odd since I now live up west of Aurora, Illinois. But not crazy odd since I used to live in Kansas City a bit and grew up there, but had been out of there for a pretty long time by now. It's also right about 9 p.m., so I answer, and I get a woman's voice. Is this Muppet Fingers? Uh, yeah, who is this? It's D. D who? I don't know a D. It's D from high school. And in parentheses, he says, Now it needs to be noted that at this point, I'm almost 20 years out of high school and never looked back. It also needs to be noted that D was the queen bee of my school, the absolute lustful teen boy's dream. Nails, hot blonde, big boobs, cakes for days. I, on the other hand, look like a broke-down ginger Shrek. (laughs) So needless to say, we didn't associate in school very much at all, except one time a group of us got lost in the woods by a rock quarry swimming hole, and I ended up piggybacking her a bit because she didn't have shoes on. But that's it, our only encounter. So now, we'll get back to it. 
The call goes on. Uh, okay, how have you been? More importantly, why are you calling me? Is there a reunion coming up or something? Well, I'm not sure how to say this, but it's then it's going to sound fucking nuts, but I'll just say it. Since I was a kid, I could talk to spirits. <laughs> cool story, D. That's crazy. Now why in the fuck are you calling me with this absolute weirdness? Remember the time in the woods when you carried me? I got something that I was supposed to tell you, but just couldn't. But now I know I have to. So in my head, I'm like, if she says some dumb shit, I'm going to lose it. Because I've got a long shift coming up, and I don't need any more bullshit in my life. Okay, what? I ask her. There's a long pause, and she vomits out. Christ will return not as the lamb, but as the sword. You will ride in the army of his left hand, and you will do terrible things that benefit us all. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? That gave me goosebumps reading that out loud. Think about the implications of that. <sighs> because now, Dude, have you, have now you, the puzzle pieces are falling in. Have you? Did you see uh, Knock at the Cabin? No, I haven't got to watch that yet. Watch it. I will. <laughs> but because. That gave me goosebumps. That, I'm, I'm that. looking at it, and when I said the words, like, I know I'm going to say the words because I'm reading it, but saying it. The implications oh. are heavy in this because that means that this plan was put into play long time ago. Dude, that because is that, so... that would have made her the first one that to he, know that message. That he knows of. That he knows of, correct. That makes her the first, even though she didn't. She disregarded it, and then it ended up being his buddy who had the crazy scripture meltdown. Be the first one to say it to him. I'm curious if this was the same time that he did the summoning ritual. When this, when this occurred with D, the piggybacking. If these, if these things came, oh yeah, 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 came in the same time because he was younger then. Right. I'm wondering if he did that summoning thing. And then maybe a week later, he's piggybacking D, and she gets this like, "What the fuck?" It is weird, man. I didn't. And it's a direct answer to what he asked for. The blonde bombshell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The better packaging, so to speak. <sighs> All right, let's keep going. Okay, so me being a completely reasonable and rational human being, I tell her something to the effect, "Look, bitch." I'm not the same shy kid I was in high school. I don't appreciate getting effed with, and I'm not going to be the punchline of your stupid joke. Don't call me again for anything, because if you do, I'm going to reach out to some homies and get transitioned from the military to some federal agencies and call in a favor to make your life very uncomfortable. Do you fucking understand? She responds with, okay, I'm very sorry. What sticks with me is how very, very sad she sounded right before she hung up. Like, heartbroken is the best way to describe it. Like, she, like she's bummed that he is not taking this seriously. It's weird. It's weird to... I don't know, the whole thing's weird, but it's weird that she took it that hard. Yeah, it's... Which means that she... One of two things. She either has more to the puzzle, or she has the feeling of more to the puzzle. And then it begs the question, is she being a messenger for God or is she being a messenger for whatever this fucking thing is he summoned? Right. All right, moving on. Whatever it is sounds Not like good. it kind of rides for God, but it might be That's the. It might be the one that does the dirty work. That's the go-to to convince you that you're doing good while not. Yeah. Anyhow, get to work, task the crew... And go fuck, off on, go fuck off on YouTube for the next 10 hours as managers do. So now the next night I get a FaceTime call from T. He and his wife, who contacted me a couple weeks prior, concerned about T's mental health and their declining marriage, were out to eat at a brew pub we would all go to as a group, and he was apologized for being so distant lately and wanted me to show, uh, wanted to show me some food porn of this amazing uh, mahi sandwiches and pint of Great Divides Yeti Imperial Stout that we used to get hammered to on. I was pumped. My Bigfoot hunting homie was back. We chat, and the picture freezes. So I read his shirt, 
and it's one of those Nike shirts from their Go With The Flow campaign. And I notice it. In the background, like 10 feet, rough guess, I guess, is D staring right at the phone. That's weird. Now, there's no reason she should be in the same city or should know each other, much less be together on my phone screen. I'm extremely confident of this. She's wearing a Nike sweatshirt that says, just do it. Go with the flow. Just do it. That's weird, dude. Reception pops back in and the screen unfreezes. Happy T is laughing, doing the can you hear me now routine. I lose my shit. T, how in the fuck do you know D? What, bro? What are you talking about? The blonde standing behind you. He pans the screen and no D. Seriously, dude, what in the fuck are you talking about? T, I'm going to say this once. I don't know what in the fuck you're trying to pull, but I'm about to drive down there and fuck you up. Like, real. Really bad. Now, guys say this shit all the time, but I met T through playing rugby. Now, while looking like a troll... (laughs) I'm not going to comment what he says after that. For reasons. Now, looking like a troll... I also have troll strength, a high tolerance for abuse, and at this point, a shit temper. On my rugby team, if someone on the other side was giving you shit, I was the guy who unfucked the situation as violently as possible, then trotted to the sin bin for a mere five-minute breather slash penalty. T had seen this many times, and while being a rough dude himself knows that if I tell you I'm going to fuck you up, pain is inbound. Full send. Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Liberty Warrior, take your one-star reviews back. (laughs) Appreciate that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We got fucking Violent Temper Shrek in our corner back to it t says brother it was always bro with t when brother got broke out you knew it was serious i don't know who or what you're talking about i'm sorry if i pissed you off but uh he cuts him off listen uh listen stow your bullshit don't call me again don't reach out we're not friends anymore i'm done with you Gosh dang, man. So he cuts T off right at it. Uh, and that in itself is weird to me. Uh, Muppet Fingers cutting T off? Yeah. Like the the crazy... Like violent reaction. Yeah. yeah. And like it, now it's making me think... Maybe these guys are trying to help him? Like trying to be positive making, light? It's making me think that what he did in the beginning released something that is now attempting to influence his life in a very specific way. 
Yeah. Because yeah. now it's effectively driving people away from him. The whole situation is... But so I don't know. It's, it's, it's very complex. The, the D being in the photo is fucking bizarre. But was off. she actually there? Because he panned the camera around and she wasn't even there. Yeah. I mean, him... Okay, him seeing D in yes. the frozen photo is weird. But, I mean, it also goes... And she's also wearing the same type of shirt. That old boy is. The T is. Yeah, the Nike shirt. It also begs to question what, what happened to T in the van. Like we're just assuming it. We're assuming that like it's a it's a positive source because that's it, what I'm saying. It has scriptures and shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, you, so I'm saying. So do you think what he summoned something in the beginning? It might have been something negative, but now it's playing manipulation, fuck, fuck games, and it's it's now it's driving driving T away now. And then the other question that I have about D is D alive. So do you think do you think T and D are playing for the good team? I yeah, I do. Okay. Because I mean it, like we like I said we don't we don't know. However, what... you don't know because T is going through marital a issues. Yeah. And he's got a bunch of issues going on. Yep. And and the way that came about that he just woke up in a van with scriptures written everywhere like that's that's it's a little weird. Fucking weird, bud. Yeah, okay. like I said right now there is it's very complex. <laughs> this needs to, this needs to be uh, uh, a movie. Netflix one and done. Um, like I said, my next question would be: Is D alive? Yeah, oh, that's fucking weird. Okay, all right. He just tells T that he's done with him. So now a couple hours go by, and it's like two a.m. I'm in the main warehouse, and it's storming like a motherfucker. Now, the building is about 1.2 million square feet, two-thirds warehouse, one-third corporate office for sales and logistic accounts. I had noticed a couple lights in the office area. Someone's working late. Falls into the not-my-problem category. So I'm sitting there trying to find the hitting meeting on some YouTube conspiracy videos and generally just fuck off until I cut the shift loose type of stuff. My company internal IM pings. It's a gal from the main office, hence the lights. Now, it's important to note that this chick and I do not like each other. Not like dog versus cat level, but like Israel versus Palestine level of contempt. If given the opportunity, I would have hit her in the face with a shovel. To be noted, she's a hard nine petite Filipino chick who I believe was the current president of a specific camp that I shall not mention <laughs> for the good of the show. So the IM pings. You there? What the fuck do you want? You know how to keep it professional. I'm scared. Or she goes, you there? And he goes, what the fuck do you want? You know, I know how to keep it professional. She goes, I'm scared. He goes, great. It's a storm. We're not friends. Your problems are your problems. Pound sand. Do you want to grab breakfast? She says. With you, not a chance. She says, Muppet Fingers, listen, I get it. How about after the shift, you swing by my apartment, I'll make some breakfast, and we'll have a couple beers. So now this super, super hot Rosaurus Rex is inviting me back to her place. For a brief second, I think I might be able to get over my hatred for her uh, for about 30 minutes to eat, hang out, and bounce when the smart part of my brain turns on. With, hey, dickhead, you're married with kids, and losing all that isn't in the life plan. Look, Florence, I'm flattered, but there's no way in hell I'm going to go anywhere at 3 a.m. with a female that's not my wife or daughter. She responds with, I can't talk to you. Or she, she responds with, I need to talk to you. Can you meet me by the warehouse lobby door at least? And I've known for five years now. Or, and I've known for, I've known you for five years now. Call me Flo. That's weird. Go with the flow. Right. Follow the white rabbit. Go with the flow. So now all I can see is that stupid frozen screen of T and D with the Nike shirts all coming together with go with the flow. Just do it. I'll give you two minutes. I'm headed there now. I get to the lobby. Listen, Florence, I'm not in the mood for some bullshit. Understood. We've got a real good thing of not talking to each other going here. And I prefer to keep it like that. She says, okay, look, I get you don't like me, and I think I'm a bad influence on Elle, a young lady that had immigrated over and I was mentoring in the business. But I've changed. I found Jesus, and I'm not a part of 
um, a specific church in a neighboring town. I need to tell you this. Christ will return not as the lamb, but as the sword. He will ride in the army of his left hand, and you will do terrible things for the benefit of us all. She also added something to the effect of, I will feel great loss, sorrow, and terror, and what I will do will cause me great revulsion and sicken me. So I did what any normal person would do, and I pointed my finger dead in her face, and I said, nope, spun around on my heels and walked off. My two weeks was up, and I returned to my normal office, then got a new job a couple months later and have not talked to any of the three again. I smoke a bowl every night so I don't dream. Uh, when I sleep, I concentrate raising good humans and being a good husband. I would be remiss not to mention that I sometimes think about the experience, although you're the second folks I've talked to about this. It does not eat at me, which might be the driver on why I work out every day and shoot every weekend, just in case. But most likely, it's just to compensate for my small dick. <laughs> um, feel free to read, post, and comment, or do whatever Holocult does with the shit like this. Believe me, it sounds batshit crazy. I know. I fucking know. Hence why I don't say shit about it. I'm still not religious. I still love the weird. And I'm still pretty skeptical of everyone and everything. Keep doing what you're doing, boys. It's a fucking crazy story, my friend. Dude, I don't even know. I was kind of hoping there was more of a conclusion. I don't know. Do I do I do I want that the conclusion as to where that was going? Because now I'm now I'm going back on how I felt. Now I feel like this is something. Because there's no way that the third person should have Especially been not able to do being, it. They're not connected to one another. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man, but A very scary uh foreshadowing there. Yeah, the implications are not cool. Because think about it, if if you like her the the last lady there, her last implications are extremely bad. Oh, like I just, you're gonna do things that are revolting. Like, bro, that makes me that that I mean what's that put in your head? Torture, um worst atrocities, uh Possibly doing something oh, man. with your own family, other people's families. I just got the fucking worst, worst scenario in my head. Thinking about knock at the cabin. How many horsemen are there? Four. How many has he come in contact with? Three. <laughs> what if the story's not done yet? Oh, very well. Yeah, absolutely. Especially how they interlink with one another. Once, like, like they all lead to the next. And the fact that T and D, when they were in that photo, just do it, go with the flow. The next horseman is flow. Right. And he decides to go with her. See, that would be interesting. And, and Muppet Fingers. Um, I feel like we need to talk. Maybe. Possibly, yes. Because... <laughs> If you run with Steve's analogy, maybe there's more that you than you could link between each individual and a horseman. Because I mean, essentially, Flo should not know T and D. Technically, Muppet Fingers could be the fourth horseman, or he could <laughs> he could be what the horsemen release. Maybe um, because the, the scary thing about it sounds though, horrible. The scary thing about it, and I don't know a whole lot about religion, but what's scary is that, like, you hear the right hand always being the more powerful hand. It, and it's always it's always the the righteous hand. Yeah. But it's the one it's the one realistically you should fear. Right? Because it's like yeah. it's like you're my right hand man. You're the one I always go to yeah. for everything, right? But this is saying it's it's almost like this, and I understand the difference between the right hand and the left hand path, um, but it's almost like saying, "This is the righteous hand. The right is the righteous. It will swing without mercy, but with justification in its actions." 
Here is my left hand, the one that I keep the dagger behind my back. And if I have to, I will use the left hand to do the to do what dirty work the right is unable to do. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the left hand is almost like a last resort. Bro. All right. Let's let's go into this. So I'm Googling here. <clears throat> let's look at what the right hand of God is right off the rip. Okay. What is the right hand of God? The right hand is seen as a place of honor and status throughout biblical text. When the Bible makes statements that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, it's affirming that he has equal status to the Father within the Godhead. Um, so, honor and status. So that's that's where the good the good is. Let's see what's the left hand of God. God's left hand punishes and restrains. It keeps a lid on our sin and keeps us more or less in line. Okay, so that makes sense. It's weird, though. It, it, like, the analogy is weird to me, but I, I fuck with it. Yeah, let me... Um... Because the right hand is always seen as the more powerful hand. Always. Yeah, I mean, this is all biblical text. Uh, the God uses rewards and punishment, and the left hand is the punishment. Yeah, I mean, if that's the way that it's written, then that's the way it's written. Yeah. Um, let me keep looking here. Let's see. It would be interesting to know all of the... all of the... Uh, uh, religious text that the dude wrote on the inside of his van. Oh, yeah. Because you're... It, if you could cross-reference that with the current situation, you might be on to something there. Who sits at the right hand of God? St. Gabriel, Archangel, Angel of Revelation, Commander of the Powers. So who sits at the left hand of God? If it says Muppet Fingers, I'm fucking shutting this computer off. <laughs> what angel sits at the left hand of God? According to the Jewish Encyclopedia, Gabriel takes the form of man and stands at the left hand of God. Hmm. What is the left and right hand of God? In the Bible, to be at the right side is to be identified as a being in the special place of honor. In Jesus' parable, the sheep and the goats, the sheep and goats are separated with the sheep on the right hand of, the God, of God and the goats on the left. Man, it's just a because the one thing that's out of place in this whole story is the beginning. They a lot of people associate the left with evil. Which angels on the left? Four archangels in Angelican tradition, from left to right: Gabriel, Michael, Uriel, and Raphael. Those are some heavy hitter archangels as well. That is so fucking weird, man. It's times like these where I wish I paid attention. Oh yeah. Like to 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 anything that I ever like I even went through like catechism classes and shit. Same. And why didn't I pay attention? Cuz we were little. I wasn't. It was after I graduated. Oh, I was in like middle or uh <laughs> Elementary school. No, it was right before I got married. Why um, the fuck didn't I pay attention? But right, the the beginning of the story is the oddball. And how does it all correlate together with him doing the summoning? And then, so if we if we place this out, ninety three, he said he was in high school mm -hmm. when he did the summoning spell. Which will be so around the time, the time he, he piggybacked. D. Correct. So that would stand straight with almost with her being the first. The first contact. Yeah, the first horseman. The first, the first messenger. The first horseman. Or the horseman. So, when I said that, my ears started ringing. So life goes on and he joins the Marines. 
and he meets T through his rugby in his early 20s. So this is post that. So this so T's encounter in the van happens well after. Yeah. Not well after. So early 20s, maybe five years after, a little bit more. So T ends up being the second horseman. And then the third. Is well down the road. Yeah. Yeah, I got the, yeah, he's, he's definitely way older and with a third. Yeah, he didn't even make a correlation between Florence and the Nike shirts until it happened. Right. Go with the, just do it. Go with the flow. And sure, like how, how in the fuck do three people get the same, the same message? You know what I mean? How does that happen? Why is this in a different fucking language? Oh, I don't know. You will die. Oh, I didn't even think about looking into that. Good call. You will die in Nord Africa. And how does that, how does that even? It is actually a word. What does it mean? But it's in a different language. Look, it's a different language. gotta be a way to what is that what language is that it looks like a Swedish or German or something let me look here we're just doing some hollow investigations while you guys are hanging out with us Nord Africa what does it mean uh, Nord Africa Eonet. it ain't it could mean North Africa. Yeah, a geographic region of the African continent south of Europe and the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what this just, just pulled up. Wow, I wonder why that's specific. That's so fucking weird, man. It's so fucking weird. So what... All places are in there. What's considered? Yeah, because you're not giving me any fucking. Yeah, here, here is. You're not giving me any regions. It's pretty much all of Northern Africa. Like if you just lop right, lop but, the top third off of. But that. is Egypt included in that? Uh, probably. I'm not good at states. I mean, countries or anything. Bear with us, Holocult. We're doing some investigation on the scene reporting. So that would there be a, a Muppet? Would there be a reason that North Africa... Yeah, what's your connection? Sounds familiar. To North... Have you... When you were in the Marines, did you ever go over there? Doing Is there any text, ancient text or text in general that depicts... Some type of end uh, of day's fight in North Africa or something to that effect. Oh, yeah. Egypt's definitely in North, North right. Africa. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. It pretty much is like Algeria, Libya, Egypt, Sudan, Chad, uh, Mali, Morocco, Tanzania, Ethiopia. Kind of that whole, that whole swath there. Niger. Yeah, that would be uh, another one of my number one questions is what connection do you have to North Africa? Yeah. We need some answers, Muppet. Because he did spell it the way that I spelt it, right? Nord. Yeah. yeah. N-O-R-D-A-F-R-I-K-A. Yeah. Yep, 100% correct. And everything that I'm seeing, it, it goes... It's German for North Africa. Yeah. Dude, that's so weird, bro. Oh, man, I feel like there's a piece of the puzzle that we're not seeing right now. 
I'm hung up on. Did okay, did did T have this revelation, this this spiritual revelation for the simple fact that he was supposed to bring this message to Muppet Fingers? Probably. Because if you think about it, everything, everything has suggested everything has been a messenger to be to deliver this message to just like the last one flow yeah she doesn't explain why she she doesn't even explain as to why she wants needs to tell him this really does she like how she, how she got this message no n- none of them did that's what except, i'm saying except did d d said she talked to a spirit and that's what it told her which could have been whatever spirit she summoned. It's 100% possible. Which this could all just... gives me goosebumps. This could all just be some negative... What absolutely could be. Some big negative, like, ploy to get Muppet Fingers to believe he's supposed to do something righteous, something horrible, but in the name of God. Bro, I don't even know. I don't fucking know either. I can't believe that it doesn't eat at you, homie. Oh, I think, I mean, um, I think it does. It would have to. I just, yeah, I don't understand how you could just let it go. Like, I would have to know. It's almost, it's almost like this entity could not get to him. Directly influence Directly. So, it moved through. But it chose random fucks. Well, T was his best was his buddy. Yeah. And uh D was his childhood crush, which he he clearly had emotion like emotional feelings for because she was she was the gal. And Flo was granted he didn't like her. He's clearly lustful toward her. Yeah, that's true. But those I don't know. It like it like picked out weird different people in his life. To, I don't know, man. Dude, it is that is I didn't anticipate this when we no. when we came into this. No, like I said, I I feel like there's puzzles puzzle pieces missing that yeah. I'm I'm not seeing either. Either it's me not seeing it or we don't have it. Yeah, I just feel like there's something we're missing, something we're overlooking. Yeah, that because is, the uh, dream is weird. It's bizarre. Want to say something like you're, you'll you'll die in Nord Nord Africa? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which it is German. For North Africa. Yeah. So I have this one very specific dream that I absolutely remember where I'm gunfighting this demon thing and it tells me I die in North Africa. Now, even though the thing spoke it or used telepathy or whatever, I know that it was spelled that way. And what a weird thing to... What a weird thing to connect to all this other stuff. It stood out that much that he feels like it's connected to this left hand of God thing. Yeah, and being I don't know, it could dude, it could be it, it could have ties to your heritage, genes that you carry. Um in North Africa easily could have some type of religious Oh yeah. Um implication with it um I, I don't feel like it would be a mistake that that it, you would see it as nord africa especially if you don't speak german yeah uh, now now i'm just going through all sorts of shit here just to see If anything even pops out, like I'm looking up anagrams to see if there's any anything weird that North Africa could be broken down into. Oh man, I don't fucking know. It is all just so weird. Cold chill. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, there's. I like it. I like the story. I man, I don't know how. 
you walked away from all of it, it would have sucked me the fuck in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like we just. There's something we're not thinking about. Some piece of the puzzle, man. Maybe there's something he kept. I don't, I mean, I don't know why. Because he was pretty straightforward with what he told us, unless it's something he hasn't made a connection to yet. All I can think about is the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Like, I after, like, it's. Well, I'd shit if, like, he messages back later on. He's like, well, as a matter of fact, something just happened. Oh, did that give me goosebumps? When 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 D said that, it gave me goosebumps. And everything was like a tie to the next one. Yeah. It's, it's weird, man. It is fucking weird. Very bizarre. So... Yeah, I don't know. But it, it, it almost suggested that it wanted him to go with Flo that night, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, because essentially Cause that's that, weird that if you that think about it. That ended fucking bad with him being married and everything. If you think about it, that's that's weird, the fact that she was trying to draw him to her place. Yeah, I don't, I don't because think Because why can't... She in, and she ended up... After he told her no, she's like, well, I'll just tell you here then. Fuck yeah. you mean breakfast and beers? I don't think this is a positive thing. Well, to be fair, you never do. But. No, and I'm usually right. But. Bro, I don't know. I mean, judging by the, the turn of events, I'm kind of in the same camp, even though I want to hold hope that. Like he's he's like some kind of like archangel in the flesh that he's gonna save the world. I mean, it's kind of a cool thought. It is. However, it's foretold that he dies. Which I don't know. I don't. Know. It's weird, man. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't fucking know, man. Weird is good. It is. It was. That was a banger. All right. Hollow Cult. Uh, Hollow Cult who have religious backgrounds and are are deep into it. Help us Help out with us. this one. Send us any thoughts on this. This is this was a fucking banger. It's good. It's good. Muppet fingers. Listen. Think about all this. Think about some other stuff. If if, if there's something you felt like you left out, um, let us know. Let us know. And uh, I I almost want to just talk to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like reading it, well, I mean, we'll still put the episode out, but I feel like reading it is one thing. I, I want to hear him talk about it. Right. Yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah, hear the inflections and shit, because yeah. that is... This okay. is why This is why we got to start doing interviews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. All right, Muppet Fingers, we need, we, we need to... If, is there more to this story? Yeah, I know how to do voice changing and all this type of shit. So. Yeah, Kyle can make you... Kyle can turn you into Shrek. Not only can you look like Shrek, true. you will sound like Shrek. True. It's true. Well, Holocult, again, uh, our religious religious members of the Holocult help us out here. If there's anything you notice, uh, if any of this stuff sounds, sounds familiar, sounds positive, sounds negative, get at us. Muppet Fingers, thank you so much for sharing this. We are honored to be... Just one of the two that you have talked about this with because it's awesome. Holy shit, brother. It is awesome. That was deep. It was. That was fucking deep. I'm going to be thinking about this all night now. Probably further on. For a while. Uh, that being said, I hope, I mean, I'm just, I'm just sending you good hollow vibes, man. That's heavy. It is. That's some heavy shit. Holocult protect. Yes. Especially if this is something negative trying to make him think he's going to... I don't even want to say it. Do some gnar-ass shit. Yeah, and die die for what he thinks is a... Righteous cause. Righteous cause. Um, but yeah. I'm going to read that off one more time because that hits heavy. 
Let me find it here. Here it is. Christ will return not as the lamb, but as the sword. You will ride in the army of his left hand, and you will do terrible things for the benefit of us all. You will feel great loss, sorrow, and terror, and what you will do will cause great revulsion and sickening. Alright, well, we'll end on that note. Check us out at all our social medias. Everybody stay safe, stay weird, and I guess stay at the left hand of God. <laughs> <laughs>